can we as moms and moms-to-be who are more overwhelmed and worried than ever about our kids find natural, safe, effective, and real-life ways to nurture and cultivate amazing human beings? That is the question, and here are the answers. This is the Parent Coffee Talk, and I'm Dr. Roseanne. I'm Dr. Cleopatra. Let's get started. Welcome. We're so excited to be here together today. So good to see you, Dr. Rowe. And we're so excited to have you here with us, Alex Ortner. Would you do his formal bio for us, Dr. Rowe? I would be happy to. So Alex is the marketing officer and co-owner of the Tapping Solution. And he specializes in a natural healing method that both Dr. Cleopatra and I are like, raving fans of um (laughs) as you're going to listen to this podcast you're going to know why because it's an amazing tool Mm -hmm. and it's called the emotional freedom technique or it's also known as eft or tapping Mm -hmm. um and he's also a speaker and author of the children book which i have gorilla thumps and bear hugs the tapping solution children's story he's an entrepreneur and a marketing expert and he's also has produced the first of its kind online program, the Tapping World Summit, which is an awesome thing that people mm-hmm. do and they all tap. And he just released, and I really want to hear about it because I don't know about it, the Tapping Solution app. And it features some easy to follow meditations. I mean, you know, Dr. Cleopatra and I have used EFT tapping for over 15 years. And one of the many reasons I love it is it's so easy. It's so effective and anybody of basically any age can benefit from tapping. Mm -hmm. And I have little kids using it, either parents tapping on them or kids learning to tap themselves, elderly people using it. Really awesome. So welcome and talk to us a little bit about EFT tapping, like explain it, explain the science behind Mm -hmm. it, because it's something that is really powerful and people love it, but I don't think people understand it. First of all, thank you for having me here. There was an important part of my bio that you forgot is that I'm a former neighbor of you <laughs> a very, very long time ago, apparently, right? When I was growing up. That's, that's I mean, it's so no, weird how the gonna world works. I totally bring it up, Alex. So not only is he a neighbor on a very str- small street in Connecticut, his mom and I were school psychologists together in a local public school. Center. I did not know that. That is so cool. Yes. And she's, she's like, uh, your mom is, I'm just going to call her a hot ticket. She was like oh, yeah. tough as nails and smart. She uh, <laughs> is a really cool lady and she's Argentinian. So That's awesome. she's really pretty cool. And the other thing Alex told me about when I actually met him, um, like as an adult, right? And, and I'm older than Alex, so of course I didn't know who he was. But apparently I almost ran him over with my car. Oh that my goodness. True. Yes, it that is, is true. Very true. Here yes. I was, this kid on rollerblades <laughs> going around the neighborhood. And if you were to ask my brother, I'm an athletic person. I'm, I'm played soccer, college soccer, but I'm a <laughs> terrible rollerblader. Terrible for whatever reason, terrible ice skater. And I was going around the neighborhood by myself. This is like a circle where we grew up here on that road. And you were backing up and I looked to my left and it startled me so much that I like 
wiped out, oh my God. fell on my knees, gushing blood. I don't think you noticed. You pulled out and backed away. Never knew Meanwhile, it. I'm like trying to hobble way back up a hill, screaming for my mom by myself, bleeding away on both <laughs> knees. Yeah, so that's... that's I did not that. I'm going to say it was one of my life traumas that I've got to work on, obviously. That so. you have to tap on. I've been, I tap like, on it, yes, every day. <laughs> Dr. Roseanne, and he's so kind that he's here with us today after you did that. Yeah. Oh, him? I'm sure I had Duran Duran blasting, Alex. And I'm sure I was going out with my one of my many boyfriends. And anybody who knows this is true. I blasted out of there. Didn't even know that I almost ran over one of the neighborhood children. I'm sorry. I mean, it was kind of rude that you you pulled down your window and yelled at me. I thought that was a bit much, but still, you know. Oh, my God. No, she didn't do that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I may be embellishing the story just a little bit. A little bit. A little well, bit. I have heard recently about the kind of driver that Dr. I am a really yeah, and we will talk about because I the time that I tap the most is when I am driving. Yes, because I am very stressed out. All you people that drive in the passing lane create tension for me. It's like my petty annoyance. It's my only big petty. You know <laughs> what I'm talking about, Alex? Yeah, I'm not. I hate to say it. I'm just like, as somebody who understands how they drive in the rest of the world. I'm yeah. like, why can't you just move over? Get out. Get out of the past. Get out. <laughs> let's not, we're going we're gonna to upset like half the U.S. population with that because half the U.S. population drives in the left lane. Yeah. Really <laughs> yeah. And you we're know like, what? I should do a whole series on this. I got it boiled down. I'm going right. on topic, but I'm going to tell you. Number one, car that won't get out of the passing lane. Number two, a Honda CRV. And number three, you've got a personalized plate. I've, I've done a lot of analysis on this. I have to drive into New York every day because uh, I have all this. Time. I'm sure that the, the listeners are wondering, what did I get myself into on this podcast? That's not what I was but, expecting. And, and you know what? Here's the point of it. You know, I really seriously, no lie, I get through it by a lot of tapping. My yeah. kids mm-hmm. my kids are like, Mommy, you should tap right yeah. now. You know, mm-hmm. so it really is such a wonderful tool in my toolkit. Like I use it mm-hmm. on a personal level. In our practice, we use it therapeutically with licensed therapists um, yep. to treat everything from anxiety. Yep. We even use it in the later parts of OCT treatment, of course, with trauma. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so effective. Like people yep. are blown away how much, you know, on the therapeutic world, you know, we use therapy where information comes out of the body and not out of the mouth. EFT is just one of our favorite resources mm-hmm. and amazing tools. So, Lane Alex. As we move on, how I traumatized your youth. Um, <laughs> I'll explain how I use the technique to get over it. We'll talk about the technique. Yes, yes, yes. We'll to, that was the problem. We'll move to the solution now, what we've used you know, to come up with it. So uh, well, we didn't invent tapping ourselves. but so, so EFT tapping, first off, EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques. It was a technique that was invented in the 1980s by a man named Gary Craig. Uh, another guy, Roger Callahan, before him in, in 1979, invented thought-killed therapy, which was a little more complicated and not as easy to learn as an everyday person. And Gary Craig simplified it. So that's kind of where it came from. So what tapping is, it is literally tapping on different meridian endpoints of the body. You know, for a very long time, tapping was getting passed around from person to person because it worked. It was not because there was mind-blowing research because that did not exist early on. It just kept passing along because people were like, wow, I tried this. It was amazing. You've got to try it now. And really in the last five to 10 years, we've 
put so much effort into the science and research behind it and really why it's working. Mm. And that is one of the reasons why it's becoming more and more mainstream every day. Because, you know, a lot of people like me, I'm, I happen to be somebody who's like, hey, let me try it if it works. I don't need to know why it works. I just want to know that it works and I'll, and I'll give it a try. But a lot of people want to know the science and research, especially as it becomes more mainstream and it's getting on media and all this kind of stuff. And so, you know, what we're finding with the research is that when we tap on these endpoints of meridians of the body, it actually sends a calming signal to the amygdala of the brain. Now, the amygdala, for I know the two of you likely know, but for anybody who doesn't know, the amygdala is the fight or flight center of the brain. And so, you know, if you think about this thousands of years ago, there's a tiger in the tall grass and, you know, somebody, you know, has a quick alert reaction and they run away quickly. What the amygdala does is it has a whole set of processes that happen in the body. So blood flows away from the organs to the arms and limbs so that you can run away. You know, things that are that are not essential, such as the digestive system, the reproductive system, the immune system, all these things kind of slow down and shut down because they're not necessary. I mean, when I'm running away from a tiger, I do not need to fight a cancer cell in my body. It is simply not necessary. And so that shuts down. Now, back then, no big deal. You know, we we would run away from the tiger. All of a sudden, we'd be fine and we'd relax and we'd go back to a normal state. Something, you know, which most people can picture how a deer does this when a deer kind of has a reaction and then kind of goes back to grazing on grass. Now, Thousands of years ago, that's how we would process it. The challenge we have today is that we are constantly in this state of fight or flight because of the stress, anxiety, overwhelm. And so we're constantly in the stress response and not in the relaxation response. And in the relaxation response is when our immune system works well, when our digestive system works well, when our reproductive system works well. And so essentially what we're doing with the tapping, what we found with research, is that when we tap on those points, it lets our body and our brain know that we are safe, that that amygdala can shut off. We don't have to have that fire alarm going crazy saying, hey, watch out, watch out, watch out what's going on. And, you know, amazing. We've got research like that. We've got research such as brain scans that show how it's not only changing how we react or calming down that amygdala. But it's actually changing the wiring of the brain. I'll give you one quick research study, which was on women. There's a study with women on food cravings. And they did brain scans where they were looking at particular foods and they could see the brain lighting up because they were having a food craving. And they went through, I believe it was an eight-week program of tapping. And they did it again. They did the brain scans. And you know they had one group that was doing nothing and one group that was doing the tapping. The group that was doing nothing, the brain was still lighting up, showing the cravings. And the group that had done the tapping no longer had those cravings. So actually, the brain had changed and, and was rewired in a different way. So we do the tapping to calm down our amygdala, to let us know that we're safe, and to give us the option to really choose a new direction and to rewire our brain in a different way. Now, it's so incredibly popular now for that reason. When we're, when we're in a society that's constantly inundated and overwhelmed with information all the time, we do not know how to shut off. And you know, I love something that our friend Dr. Mark Hyman said, you know, there's three things that are critical for our health. It is food and what we put in our body. It is exercise and how we move our body. And it is resetting the nervous system. Now, most people get inundated with information of, you know, eat this, you know, got to eat this, don't eat this. You got to do this exercise. No, you got to do this exercise. But nobody focuses on how we reset the nervous system. And so people struggle with weight loss. They struggle with health conditions, with autoimmune disease, all sorts of different challenges because they are not stopping and resetting their nervous system and putting themselves into a state where they can heal and allow the body to do what it naturally knows how to do. 
And so that's really the reason for that's a little explanation of what tapping is. And we can, we'll, we'll explain the different points. But more importantly, with anything, it's not what are we doing? It's why are we doing it, right? Like, why are we doing the tapping? And the reason is so we can calm that amygdala down, so we can relax, and so we can rewire our brain to, to react and act the way we want, and so we can improve our health and have better immune systems, have stronger immune systems, release pain from the body. It's used for so many different amazing things, as you both Yeah, and can we, can mm-hmm. we pause for a minute? Because, yes, there are always physical ramifications when your system is stuck in a hyper state. Always, 100% of the time. There's nobody that can escape from that. You can't live there. But for those people, I'm so passionate about talking about proven holistic techniques like EFT tapping because I want people to know that whether you call it reverse it or reset it, you can change your nervous system and your brain and body can feel differently. And so if you have anxiety, if you have depression, if you have PTSD, I mean, we're using it clinically with licensed therapists and we're able to see the magic of EFT with people that have tried every medication and it doesn't work. And it doesn't work because your nervous system is stuck on. And so when you support that nervous system and then you pair it with behavioral change, like you got to do some work, you know, you can't just keep doing those things. I mean, it's really pretty magical. Some of the things that can happen. Yeah. And that's, I, I mean, I love that you said that because I know, you know, when, when Dr. Mark Hyman started working with my brother initially, it was because of that. He had people he was trying to work, I mean, to help with supplements, with all sorts of things. But there's certain things that no matter what you do, you just can't help them to heal because they're not allowing their own body to go into a state of healing. So that's where something like tapping taps into not something external, but internal for us to be able to heal ourselves. Yeah. And, and you can get stuck. Like, so a large part of my work is working with people with Lyme disease and pans pandas. And there are people that are getting the best care, right? Like you go to Mark Hyman, you're getting great care, right? Yeah. And yet some people are stuck. Why? It's because it's this emotional piece, right? And that's yeah. what a lot of all three of us are talking about, which is so exciting. There is so much more of an awareness about how much there is a mind, body, spirit connection, right? And that we cannot ignore mental health. We can't just shove it down. No, and guess what? No. There are ways to turn it around and you can do it. And that also there, the distinction between our mental health and our physical health is artificial, right? Because one is feeding the other, just like we talk about in our work, the psychology fertility feedback loops. And you've already sort of alluded to this, but when you're in fight or flight, when you're in stress and emergency, your reproduction is put on the back burner. So in order to be able to maximize your odds of getting and staying pregnant, you've got to be as much as possible in a state of peace and pleasure. And we use tapping in the primester protocol to support fertility and reversing reproductive aging. And so I'm really curious as a scientist and who loves these numbers in the study where the women's brains were reset, and this was an eight-week study, how many times a day were they tapping? What's the dosage that you need to see that kind of effect? Was it just, was it once a day? Was it once a week? I'm just curious because if I want to modify how we're using it, if there's a specific dosage that we know is most valuable. I, I can't remember the exact, I feel like it was twice a week. Okay. Um, it, it was a research study done, done by Dr. 
Peter Stapleton, who's in Australia. She's got an awesome book called The Science of Tapping, I think it's called. Oh, I know. She is, for me, her and Dawson Church are the two top researchers in our field working to put together amazing research on tapping. And she's done an amazing job of of putting together all that research that's out there on tapping and putting it together into a book. I mean, I literally, you know, went through the book so that I can learn and organize a lot of the studies I'd read, but that you kind of put them together in my brain in a better way. So I love that. Okay. So we'll, I'll have to go back and look at that. That's amazing. Would you tell us a little bit about how your family came to know tapping and came to use it and, and really take it to a level that is so much more accessible for people. Now it's so much more widespread, the usage. And I think that that can be attributed to your family. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I think we probably have the biggest influence in terms of the online world and getting it out there with our books and our programs and all that. But I do want to give credit because there are so many amazing practitioners out there every day who are working on, you know, there, it was for a long time, it was practitioners or coaches. Now there's so many more therapists and psychologists who use it professionally. I never like to say it's, it's just us. I think it's such a team effort and all the people out there that are continuing to spread tapping. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always been our mission. Our company mission is to make tapping accessible to every man, woman, and child on the planet. I love and that. We're getting there day by day. Love and uh, our app is a big step forward in, in working towards that, which we can talk about later. Yeah, uh, but so exactly. how we came across it was my brother, Nick, was looking for solutions for some allergy challenges that he was having probably 15 years ago or so now, mm-hmm. by now. And he came across tapping online and found this modality and was testing it himself and was loving it. And like so many people tried it, felt the difference in his body, not just with allergies, but with different things, with how he was feeling with his emotions. And right around that time, we had actually decided to invest in this documentary film. Somebody came to us. It was called Raw for 30. It was about reversing diabetes on a cleanse, you know, to lower all the levels with with a raw food cleanse over 30 days. Really fun project. And he got the idea to make a documentary film. This is after The Secret 2 and The Secret come out. And like everybody in the world thought, oh, I'm going to make a movie and reproduce what The Secret did, which nobody ever did because that one was such a huge hit. But that's where it kind of started. He just got this idea to make a documentary film about tapping and and to create something that would make it more tangible for everyday people to understand and actually see and practice and use. And he literally... Something like $50,000 worth of equipment, cameras, all sorts of stuff. He enlisted his best friend, Nick Polizzi. He got his My Sister Jessica involved. I was still running our other company, so I didn't get involved. But, you know, literally like camera equipment showed up at the house and they're like, great, open up the directions. How do we make a movie? For me, that's like the example of what entrepreneurial courage is like. And I always commend my brother for doing that, for being like, hey, not only am I going to try something new, but I have absolutely no clue what I'm getting into and I'm going to do it anyway and find my that, way. As that's so true. That is courage. And maybe it was all the tapping he was doing that helped him to be that courageous. Well, so, so that's a great, great point you make there. So one of the things that he always talks about is that he doesn't feel like they would have made it through the movie if they had not all been doing the tapping. They had actually forced themselves to start to incorporate tapping more and more because, I mean, this was 2007-ish when he was making that film. And so we had a real estate investment business before that, myself, my brother, and my dad. 2007, crash, 
right? And so he got out first and went to make that film. And so there was a ton of financial stress at that time with all of our with our business. Just I mean, we were millions of dollars of debt and couldn't sell our houses and were just in total financial distress. And he used the tapping to be able to get through that process of being able to make the film in the first place without killing each other, you know, without fighting all the time and making it miserable. So they literally used the tapping technique just to go through the process of making that film that then, you know, kind of kicked off that business and, and that message of saying, you know, how can we take something that is known and make it more accessible for, for everybody to understand? That's, that's absolutely incredible. I love that so much. I would love to know how much do you tap? Yeah. I tap every single day. I will tell you that I didn't used to. So I, I always laugh and I say that I was my brother's first critic when he came to making the movie. And I'll tell you why, because he was leaving me in my real estate business, which was crashing. He decided to leave and go do that. And I had a whole boatload of resentment towards him. of saying, how could you, how could you abandon me? How could you leave? And I still remember the first time that I tapped. I think my wife, Karen, is first got me to tap. And it was like, 0 to 10, how angry are you? 40. 0 to 10, how resentful are you? 40. I just remember writing 40. Like that's, awesome. that's where the levels were for me. And then I, did the, then I actually did the tapping and I, and I felt a release and felt a lot better. And then, you, and then was, you were bought in. Yeah. Then I was bought in. And now I tap every day. I've got a process that I do every morning. So for me, I believe that the most important times to tap are in the morning and in the evening. So I've actually got a planner, which I've been beta testing. I'm getting ready. You know, I was supposed to get my demos of it this week, but it's not arriving from China. But I have a planner that I'll be launching in probably like six months or so. But through that, I kind of took the process that I do every day of saying, okay, first thing in the morning, I want to make sure... And whether you're doing this with tapping or anything else, I recommend this process to say, first thing in the morning, what am I feeling? Is it an energy thing? Am I just tired and not focused? Or am I upset about an argument I had yesterday with my wife? Or am I annoyed with my kids this morning? You know, when I sit down at my desk, I go, what am I feeling? Because if you don't address those things, you end up reacting to your day and not being as productive. And all of a sudden, you get to the afternoon, at the end of the day, and you're like, oh, I had nothing done. This is awful. You know? And so I look at what I'm feeling. I tap on those things to release them. And then I also choose what emotions I want to feel. Ooh, so I, I do love I do negative tapping to, to bring those emotions down. Mm-hmm. And then I do positive tapping to say, you know, oh, I want energy and focus. Energy and focus, I tap on a lot in the mornings. Mm-hmm. So I lower any negative emotions and I tap in energy and focus. And so just as a general rule, you'll see as we do the tapping, we typically measure from zero to 10. And I would say that once you get to a five or lower is when you can start getting to some of the positive tapping where you're making choices about how you want things to be or how you want to feel. You can't do it easily. If you're on a level nine or 10 of anger, and I go, let's just be happy. Let's all, let's do positive affirmations. You'll want to kill me. You'll be like, no, 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 no. I'm angry. You don't understand how angry I am. And so you have to lower that emotion first mm-hmm. to get to a level where you can all of a sudden start to see the positive. And very often, when you're tapping with somebody and you get down to that five or lower, they start to see things differently themselves. Like, well, you know what? You know, if you're angry at somebody, you know what? I I probably should recognize that they're having a really tough time at work right now. Or my kids, they feel a lot of pressure from school. Whatever it is, you start to see things differently in a way that you can't when you are upset. And the reason being is that when that amygdala triggers, as we've said, the prefrontal cortex of our brain 
goes offline. And that's a part of the brain that's responsible for, you know, differentiating between good and bad and and looking at uh, goals in the future and predicting outcome of behavior and all those good things that we do that best part of ourselves comes from our prefrontal cortex. So when we have those moments when we are stressed out and all of a sudden binge on stuff out of the fridge and then all of a sudden we go, what did I do? Why did I do that? Well, it's, it's not because you're bad or something. It's just that your prefrontal cortex went offline and you were running from your amygdala. You're running from this old part of the brain that is not thinking about the future consequences. All it's thinking about is how can I not be stressed and anxious and scared and fearful right now? In this and, moment, yeah. How about, I, want, I don't want to leave without hearing about your app, but how about you show us, demo yeah. us? Yes, right. can uh, I app. make a request in this? Yes. I was going to ask the same thing. Thank you, Dr. O. So I would love to see the, the negative tapping and then the putting in the positive. Great, awesome. So what, okay. what would you, you like to just tap on some general stress or anxiety? Stress. Yeah, Everybody all stress. Stress. Yeah. yeah, please. Not stress, stress. Yeah. People are stressed, really? Oh, I guess so. I guess you're right. People are stressed. We've got news for you. Yes, absolutely. So so let's do the points first. And and so for people listening on a podcast and audio format, I'll make sure to actually say where the points are and kind of explain it. Uh, So the first point is the side of the hand, or we call it the karate chop point. So the side of the hand, and we gently tap on there. You can use two fingers, four fingers. You know, you kind of just imagine if you were going to karate chop a board and what part you would hit it with, that's what you're using. It's that side of the hand. You can do it on the left hand, you can do it on the right hand, really whatever you feel comfortable with, right? So that's the first point. Second point is going to be the eyebrow point. You know what? I'll have a fun time. I'll, I'll tell you how we name them in my children's book because I've been doing a lot of podcasts lately and people love it, the animal points that we have. And they're for kids, but adults love them too. So you, get, you probably haven't heard of these names. So the first one is the eyebrow point. It's where it's on the inside of the eyebrow point. We call that the hairy eyebrow point for kids. We like to imagine this <laughs> is a point where you have long, hairy eyebrows. Birds come down and land on them and sing songs to you, right? <laughs> so the, the next one is the side of the eye on the outside, either side. We call this the eagle eye point for kids because eagles have really great vision and allows us to see a problem differently. So it's called the eagle eye point. The under the eye point, again, either side, is called the lion cry point for kids because it reminds us that even if you're as tough as a lion, it's still okay to cry and let those bad emotions and feelings out. The next one is under the nose. For kids, we call this the dragon fire point. And here, we like to imagine being a dragon and breathing out that hot air of negative emotion. We can feel it on our fingers as we actually blow it out and tap on this point. The next one is under the mouth. It's the chin point. We call this the wolf's chin point for kids because we can imagine howling like a wolf and howling away those bad emotions. So with kids, they love this one because they go, ow! The next one is the collarbone point. So if you find the collarbone point, you go down an inch and out an inch on either side. And, and for kids, we call this the gorilla thumb point because we can do it with both of them and just beat on our chest like we're a gorilla. So they love doing that. And the next one is the underarm point. It's about the bra line for women. It's about six inches under the armpit. And there we, we tap. And for kids, we call this the bear hug point. Because if you did it with both hands, you can kind of picture yourself giving yourself a big bear hug to make <laughs> you feel better. Right? Yes. And then the last one is the top of the head. We call this the monkey point for kids because we like to pretend we're a monkey and we're going... <laughs> <laughs> so those are the fun animal points, which it's funny because when I teach adults this, the animal points, they actually remember the points better than we would otherwise. Just I love it. That's so funny. Great. 
great visualization. It great is. visualization. Yeah. So let's go ahead and do some tapping on stress and anxiety. So first thing, let's go ahead and take a deep breath in and breathe out and just kind of slow ourselves down. I'm somebody who can talk a little fast. Uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm from Connecticut. I'm a Northeasterner. We talk a little fast. Whenever I <laughs> do get into tapping, you'll see I consciously slow myself down. And so we take another deep breath in and breathe out. And let's just start to recognize what stress or anxiety we're feeling right now. And just notice where we feel it in our body. You know, what's our breath like? If you take a breath in, can you take a deep belly breath or is it a bit shallow? If you're feeling any tension, do you feel tension in your neck and in, in your back, you know, in anywhere in your body? Notice where you feel that tension in your body, where you feel that stress or anxiety. And what we want to do is we want to calibrate that on a scale of zero to 10. So 10 would be, you know, with anxiety, we're really, really anxious. I, I tend to consider a 10 an anxiety attack because it's like we're really... For me, an anxiety attack is that amygdala going crazy. You can't just talk somebody out of that. They just can't logically understand something. So that's a 10. A zero is like, wow, I'm totally zen. I could not be any calmer. I got nothing to worry about. We're all good, right? So we notice where we are and we just kind of calibrate from zero to 10. And the reason why it's so important to do this is so we can actually see the progress. Because one of the things that happens with tapping all the time, especially when you're working with a practitioner or a professional, you tell them, oh, I'm so angry or anxious, and you tap. And then all of a sudden, you go, well, you know what? It really wasn't that. It was some other thing. And you're like, well, wait a second. You were just really angry. Do you not recognize what just happened? So really important for ourselves to measure before and after so we can see the change, so we can, so we can see the problem. We'll feel it, but it's nice. It's really good to measure it so we can see the change. And so again, let's take another deep breath in. Breathe out. And just measure that for ourselves. And, and if, you, if either of you want to say what you're feeling right now or what level you're at or anything like that, you know. I'm a five. I'm, a I'm not four. terrible, but I'm more elevated than normal just Me because too. of stress. Me like, too. There's a lot of stuff to do. Me a lot too. of stuff to do, you know, and I think, I think a five, four, five, six is where a lot of people live, especially when they're working and they're in that zone all the time. One of the things that's really interesting, again, is when we think about the brain, most people don't realize how much better their brain can function when they're at a three than a five, right? I use the example of how many times have you had an amazing idea in the shower? You yeah. do because all of a sudden you're Every totally relaxed yeah. and you're like, I have the most brilliant idea. You know? yeah. That's because like my relaxed. best thinking space. Yeah, totally. Right. So, so although we can operate at a five or a six, we can operate even better at a two or a three or a one, whatever that level may be, right? Yeah. So let's go ahead and start tapping on the karate chop point. And so I'm going to say a certain statement. The two of you repeat what I say, and then anybody listening would repeat it with the, the two of you, right? Mm -hmm. So even though I feel all this anxiety, even though I feel, I feel all, all this anxiety, in my body, in my body, I acknowledge and accept what I'm feeling. I acknowledge and accept what I'm feeling. Even though I'm feeling all this stress and anxiety. Even though I'm feeling all the stress and anxiety. Because there's so much going on in the world. Because there's so much going on in the world. And I'm trying to manage so much in my own life. And I'm trying to manage so much in my own life. I acknowledge and accept what I'm feeling right now. I acknowledge and accept what I'm feeling right now. Even though I have all this stress and anxiety. 
even though I have all this stress and anxiety. And I can feel it in my breathing and in my body. And I can feel it in my breathing and my body. I choose to relax my body just a little bit more. I choose to relax my body just a little bit more. Let's go to the eyebrow point. All this stress and anxiety. All this stress and anxiety. Side of the eye, it's so overwhelming. It's so overwhelming. Under the eye, I'm trying to manage so much. I'm trying to manage so much. Under the nose, and there's so much going on in life. And there's so much going on in life. Chin point. And my brain is trying to solve all these challenges. And my brain is trying to solve all of these challenges. Column point. But I give it permission to relax in this moment. But I give it permission to relax in this moment. Under the arm. But wait, we can't relax yet. We can't relax yet. Top of that, I have to stay vigilant. I have to stay vigilant. Eyebrow point, but what if I could relax a little bit? But what if I could relax a little bit? Side of the eye and still feel safe. And still feel safe. Under the eye, what if I could be more safe? What if I could be more safe? Under the nose, by allowing myself to relax. By allowing myself to relax. Chin point, so I could access my full resources. So I could access my full resources. Collarbone point, and find the answers more easily. And find the answers more easily. Under the arm, I choose to relax in this moment. I choose to relax in this moment. Top of the head, acknowledging that I am okay. Acknowledging that I am okay. Eyebrow point, I am safe. I am safe. Side of the eye, relaxing my body just a little bit more. Relaxing my body just a little bit more. Under the eye, I can solve the problems later. I can solve the problems later. Under the nose, but I choose to relax in this moment. But I choose to relax in this moment. Chin point and connect with my breath. And connect with my breath. Collarbone, knowing that all is okay. Knowing that all is okay. Under the arm, and I'll find the answers one day at a time. And I'll find the answers one day at a time. Top of the head, I am safe. I am safe. Eyebrow point, I am loved. I am loved. Side of the eye, all is well. All is well. Under the eye, allowing myself to be present in this moment. Allowing myself to be present in this moment. Under the nose, knowing I have everything I need within me now. Knowing that I have everything I need within me now. Chin point, I am safe. I am safe. Collarbone point, I am enough. I am enough. Under the arm, I choose to relax. I choose to relax. Top of the head and allow my body and brain to rest. And allow my body and brain to rest. So let's stop there and take a deep breath in. And breathe out. And just notice, tune in with your body again. Notice if you had any kind of pain, did it shift? You know, if you had breathing, is it a little deeper now? If it was more shallow, do you feel anything in your arms and legs? And just notice if you have a different feeling. You know, I would say with tapping, you never have to tell me it got better. Sometimes it can get a little, sometimes, most of the time we get calmer and feel better, but sometimes we have other things that get triggered or come up and it just gives us a little more clarity on saying, oh, you know what? I, I didn't realize, but I thought this was bothering me, but it was actually this that was bothering me. There's, there's never a right or wrong answer. And sometimes we can go from an eight to a seven. Sometimes we can go from an eight to a one. And 
have a really big shift. But so for the two of you, what did you feel as we were doing that tapping there? Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely you, feel much more well, grounded. You feel more grounded, Cleopatra? I do. I would say I'm, I went from a four to a two. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, we're all healers right now and people are in crisis. So, you know, um, we're so busy. And I was actually didn't even notice that I had some muscle tension along my chin and um, around my head. Not a headache, just a muscle tension. So that went down in the process. But I'm, I went from a five to a two. Mm-hmm. So and we're regular users are. And, and it doesn't matter if it's the first time you're using it or I don't know how many times I've done it. Mm-hmm. But certainly because we take care of ourselves. I know that I'm very responsive to things like just that one round brought me down. And that, that's a great example of how, I mean, this is why I recommend doing tapping in the morning because when we don't stop to notice or check in with what we're feeling, we'll get through the day. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people that can function all day long at a five. There's people that can function all day long in an eight or a nine. And they live at a really high level of stress and anxiety. They function, but of course, not nearly as well as they could function if they're at a lower level. And, and look, like you said, this happens to all of us. I'll give you an example just the other day. I mean, we're recording this as all the coronavirus stuff has been going on and it's going to mm-hmm. go on for a while. Mm-hmm. And the other day, you know, my kids are home from school and it's stressful trying to figure out three kids or seven, nine, and 11. And we finally got them hooked up on their devices, on iPads to talk to some friends. And I just had this moment where I got overwhelmed with you know this relief of joy, like they were talking to friends. And I hadn't even realized I was carrying it, right? I didn't realize the stress I was carrying about my kids not being able to interact with other kids and see their friends. And it wasn't until that moment where I saw them interacting that all of a sudden I was, you know, welling up with tears because I was so happy what was happening. And for me, it was just an example of how so often we can go through our day thinking everything's okay, because we're kind of holding our stuff together, right? Because it's not safe to feel all these things in public life, but we don't realize how much it's actually holding us back and what we're carrying. And so this is where the tapping is so powerful in allowing us to release in, like I said, you know, getting that prefrontal cortex back online so we can think and be more productive and be our best selves. And so that we can calm that amygdala down and, and strengthen our immune system, strengthen our digestive system, strengthen, you know, our reproductive system, all these different things. There are just so many benefits to tapping, you know, I know I'd love to talk about it, but it's like when you see the research, you see the science and you see, you feel the results for yourself. You're like, ah, you know, I want more people to do this because it is so easy to do and so powerful. So easy. And you know, like you, what you talk about, you know, there isn't a mom, no offense, Alice, there isn't a mom out there who's just not hustling. Like our moms and our moms to be are really working really hard. Hard. You know, both moms are working and they're taking care of kids, and not that dads aren't hustling too. But we no, just I, you don't have to you don't have to sugarcoat it for me. My wife works. I know. Your wife is awesome. I know. <laughs> so love her, and you know, and it's funny too. We just are natural caregivers, and we're not great about self care. So right. you know, this is something that you don't have an excuse. Right. You can do, and I even love to do what I talk about all the time. I love to do it with my kids. So yeah, yeah, right? Like yeah. our kids don't know it. So mm-hmm. Alex, talk to us about your app. Yeah. yeah. Really let, me, let me move to one other yeah. thing because I because I realized you guys asked me before and it's almost like I left a loop open in my brain. It just caught it. Okay. You asked me when do I tap? And I said the morning for yeah. those reasons of noticing. The other thing was at nighttime. And let me let me explain why. Oh yes, please. When we talk about 
you know, allowing our brain to go into a state where it can heal. I love sleep because it's about the most, most forced rest we can have. If it wasn't for sleep, everyone would just go on panic mode all day long. But a lot of people struggle to get to sleep because they get to the end of the day and their mind is still racing. They're worried about things. They've got lots of anxiety. And so insomnia is so prevalent. So that's why I say morning to get ourselves in the right state for the day and evening to allow ourselves to actually shut down, release the things from the day and allow ourselves to sleep so that we don't carry on in this cycle where it's like, now I didn't sleep enough. So now I'm even more tired. Now I'm even more grumpy. Now I'm even more less productive. You've got to work on those two ends of the day of the morning and the evening to really start to create balance in your life. So that was, thank you for great, allowing me to, great, to, great to close advice. that. Because I just remember I, that. I love that. And you so saw quick, you know, the other part of it is we did one round. You, you keep tapping until you get yourself down to a level where you're comfortable. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? And we started, you know, most of the language I did was positive and thinking about choices because we were starting out at a five or a six. Or But if somebody was in a really strong state of feeling mm-hmm. something really negative, we would just stay on that negative. And we might even just go from point to point on all this anxiety. All this anxiety. It's so overwhelming. All this anxiety. We can stay there longer, just allowing that tapping to calm us down and then go to the positive language. We went to a little quicker than we normally would if we were right. at a higher level of stress or anxiety. Absolutely. Yeah. So how can this app that you've developed, like, yep. what does it look like? How is it going to help people? The amazing thing, like I said, our goal has always been to make it accessible for every man, woman, and child on the planet. The app is really the easiest way to access it. They're actually, uh, it's a combination of tapping and meditations. So they're, so they're tapping meditations right. and, you know, amazing data in there. So we, we measured here zero to 10 before zero to 10 afterwards in the app. You do the same thing when you tap, right? So they're typically 10 minute meditations, tapping meditations. And at the beginning of it, you measure and at the end you measure. So we've got data to show like, you know, 200,000 plays of our anxiety meditation on average, it reduces anxiety by about by about forty five percent. Incredible, amazing, incredible. That is awesome. amazing information, and, and it's great because it allows us to improve it. So if we, I just put out new tapping meditations that are specifically for kids uh, with everything going on. We've got a whole free section for coronavirus anxiety that we put out there. You know, for all the new meditations, we get to go see the data and go, is this working? You know, is it, yeah. is it helping? If it's not, we can change it, improve it, and get feedback and make it better. So the app is, you know, it's called the Tapping Solution app. It's free to download. You can just go to the, to the, to the uh, Apple Store or Google Play, look up the Tapping Solution, download it in a minute. And there's just a ton, you know, it's, it's like Calm or Headspace or some of these other meditation apps in that there's a free level and a paid level. But we have so much more free content than anybody else out there. And especially right now with all the coronavirus stuff, we have a whole new section that right now has something like 21 meditations tapping meditations in there. And, you know, we just, we are so committed to the work that we do in helping people to be able to access this because we know that it is such a powerful tool to be able to help people literally in minutes by themselves with a phone to feel better and change yeah. your life. And, and you know, what I love is right we're, now. we're all yeah. research nerds, like mm-hmm. super, yeah. super researchers. And I love, um, I know that in all the work that I do at my Ridgefield Connecticut center, we do um, regular measurement all the time. Right. And I'm a trained, yeah. you know, assessor doing neuropsych testing. And so I love that people can immediately see I was at a six and now yep. I'm at a two. And, right. and just to remember to do that because, and to get in your body and feel that because mm-hmm. sometimes people improve and they don't 
see it. There's not a, you can't quantify it. It's something mm-hmm. as simple, you know, as checking your levels. Suds is what they call it. Yep. It's mm-hmm. very, very powerful. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, and, and it tracks it for you. So you can see your whole history of, of the yeah. tapping. And we're adding, I mean, it's kind of fun. We're adding different levels of things like that in the app as we make new updates all the time. Different, more fun ways to track our progress and see how we're doing. But it it really is great to see the results that it's not like one person or another person. It's hundred. I mean, I think we're something like 1.7 million plays of different tapping meditations right now. About 120,000 active monthly users every month. And, you know, I think the number of downloads or installs is three or 400,000. I'm not sure what the number is right now. But yeah, more and more. And it is just growing. 1.7 million times you've helped somebody. 1.7 1.7 million listens. Yeah, exactly. And I think and you said that's the way I think about it. That's incredible. So yeah. that many lives change. And I think you said something so critical, Alex. You said that people, even when they're sitting by themselves, can have their phone and make themselves feel better. Right. And people, there are so many people who are alone right now. And I think that that counts for so much. And it's, it's not that you pick up your phone and read something on the news and feel better or even scroll social media and feel feel better because either you're hearing about the difficult things happening in the world or you're seeing people's highlight reels, which maybe right. make you feel less good about where you are in the moment. So having that tool right there at your fingertips and you don't you don't rely upon anybody else in order to feel better in the moment, I think is so beautiful and so powerful. And I find myself as somebody who's focused on fertility and pregnancy, wishing that we had something like in the app that would be for women who are anxious during pregnancy right now or, or anxious. We, we, we already have stuff in there in the app on, on pregnancy. Oh my gosh. Okay. And that's I would awesome. love, so look, if you check out the app okay. and see what we have in there, if you're like, Hey, you know what? I would yeah. love to have some support on this or some support on this. You're the expert, you know, we would, I will even collaborate with you. We were, we're one thing that we know when we're coming up with these is that we're not the expert in all these areas. So if you, you know, you've got your expertise and know, you know what, in this area, people have this challenge and this is what they feel and this is what they go through. So we want to work with people to get the best results that we possibly can because we're not going to come up with it all ourselves. So we would love to work with you on that area and, and awesome. get your feedback. I would love to. We would be so happy to. And it's so important right now and always. I want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you and your family for your service. This is something that has made a huge difference in my life from when I was really young and didn't have a lot of access to tools and resources. And I'm so grateful to have this tool to incorporate in the Primester protocol to help women who are struggling with their fertility and just want to be epigenetically ready for their babies because the psychological pathways do affect our gene expression that we pass down to our children. And so on emotional, on so many levels, thank you and your family for this service that changes so many people's lives. And thank you for being here with us. So even, here. even though Dr. Roseanne almost ran you over. When you asked, I was like, I don't know if I let it go yet. No, I guess I've let it go. All right. I'll come on. I'll come on. You guys <laughs> love to tap with you on that again. Yeah. Oh my God. You're married to somebody really funny, but you know, thank you. And you know, I'm glad um, this is a beautiful mission and, and yes. you send a lot of love and light. And if we can help you, you in any way, 
Yeah. Um, you know, we'll share all this information in our show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. And we'd love to have you back. And also we'll post information about the app and any other links that are critical for people to know about. Yeah. And, you know, the big thing I just want to say is we're, we always have so much information out there on different things we can do. Yeah. We know we should take care of ourselves. Like, I can't stress enough. Just take the action and take care of yourself. Look, I'm going to recommend you go get the app, but whatever it is for you, just take a little bit of action to do something that you know will help you to feel better because nobody else can do it. I can talk about the app so I'm blue in the face, but I can't get you to download it or install it or do the tapping unless you are willing to do that for yourself and have that change for yourself. So please... Yeah. Please, please take action for, for yourself. To, and, to do. and that's all it takes is action. You know, yeah. like I even tap with friends. Sometimes it takes an accountability buddy, you know, mm-hmm. so and mother's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, call your bestie. You know, <laughs> tap with her. She's like, I'll see you at two o'clock. We're going to tap on that. <laughs> well, you know, th- those are. Those are some of the other levels of things that we want to incorporate later on. Like, I, for example, I got a Peloton and I love that I can see my friends on there yes. and things like that. And I would, you know, we would love to incorporate that level later on where you could connect with a buddy and keep each other accountable right through the okay. app. So. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. Make it social. So self-care starts with one action. Just do it. Just yeah. do it. Just, Just do, do it. it. Try it. That's the thing. Try the tapping and tell me 10 minutes later that it didn't help. I mean, try it because you... You know, it's not, not, happen, not possible. <laughs> yeah. We're believers, man. Amen. Mm. Like I, you know, it's, the but you know, I don't even like that term like believers anymore. So for a long time, tapping was such a different thing that people were like, no, I believe in it. And I still hear that. I'm like, well, it's not about belief. It's the science is there. Yeah. The and the there. results like saying, and no. the results are there. You have the, the data of the real time results that people are experiencing. For me, and, and I get the habit because we hear it all the time. It's like saying like, oh, I believe exercise helps. I'm like, well, yeah, of course it helps. Like, yeah. No one knows that. How I feel about tapping? It's like it's no long for a long time. It was a belief thing because the science and research wasn't there, but it's there right now, and it is yeah. so powerful. So much so that there are studies where you know the people doing the research was like, "Really, is this right?" You know, like. Yeah. Let's be correct because it's just so darn good yeah. in how effective it is. Well, that's why your buddy Nick Pelosi is doing the series Proven, the docu series Proven. So I can't yeah. wait to have that. He's awesome. Right? I love I love Nick. He yeah. you know he did the tapping suits in the film. He actually worked in our real estate business years before that. Oh, that's amazing. He's an old high school buddy of my brother. Again, all these small world yeah. things, you know. Because uh, I'm, I'm doing one. I'm in the series too, and then I didn't know he grew up in our town. That is so. awesome. That is so funny. So um, anyway, the world is small. You should always be kind and loving to people. Totally. Unless Don't run them over with your car whenever you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just kidding. So always be nice to people when you can, you know? It's right? so true. So, it counts for a lot. It really yeah. Does. So thank you for taking us through EFT tapping today. We're in so much appreciation of you. And um, that was well. So valuable for our mamas and our mamas to be. Thank you so much, Alex. We really appreciate it. And you and your family, be happy, be well. And we'd love to have you back sometime. Sounds wonderful. I would love that. Thank you. Take care. Bye, mamas. Bye, everybody. Thank you for being with us today. Are you feeling just as overwhelmed as the families you're working with? As a therapist, you were thrown into the world of teletherapy. And you've been searching high and low for effective ways to turn the dial with your clients. I've got the aha moment to your feelings of overwhelm and uncertainty. 
the Teletherapy Toolkit is the only book available to therapists for teletherapy. And it has 450 pages of therapeutic activities for children, teens, and families to not only keep them engaged, but facilitate change. Go to Teletherapy Toolkit Bonus for free activities for therapists and some pretty amazing videos.